Hey everyone, Mercedes here. I'm so excited to share with you the Lucky Few podcast we'll be headlining at Dear Mom Conference. Join us on November 3rd in Orem, Utah for our first official live event. Grab your tickets today at DearMomConference.com. We are thrilled to share with you an exciting episode coming later in the season. We are going to be doing the Lucky Few Ultimate Holiday Gift Giving Guide. Do you have a product that our listeners need to discover? Perhaps the perfect holiday gift? Well, get excited, people, because as the holidays roll around, we will be sharing with our listeners some of our favorite products. We are seeking submissions for our Lucky Few Ultimate Holiday Gift Guide episode. If you have a product you'd like us to consider, head over to theluckyfewpodcast.com and fill out the gift guide form. We can't wait to hear from you. Hey friends, welcome to the Lucky Few Podcast, where we are shifting the narrative by shouting the worth of people with Down syndrome. This is Micah, Mercedes, and I'm Heather. And today we are talking about inclusion in the church. Hey, you guys, we're so excited you're here today with us on the Lucky Few podcast. We have been talking for several weeks about inclusion, um, the first couple of weeks of our season. Um, And, you know, we feel like they're part of what we talked about when we talked about inclusion in education was how inclusion really is about the entire community Mm -hmm. and about our kids becoming being made to feel like they are welcomed and loved and accepted in the community. Mm-hmm. And and we want to talk about that from the perspective of church this week. And we know that not all of our listeners out there may be people who considered themselves to be religious or who have a faith community. We want you to know that you are welcome to be part of this conversation no matter where you're at in terms of faith. Mm-hmm. Because when we talk about church, church covers such a big, I mean, churches can be across the board different Mm -hmm. from each other. And what we want more than anything is to have a conversation about making places of faith Mm -hmm. inclusive. inclusive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so we want to welcome you here to, to talk with us about church today and know that everybody is welcome to this conversation. Definitely. Yes. And I feel like for us we are church goers let me mm-hmm. just say that well we're on a break but it's complicated we'll talk about it later <laughs> oh my goodness that my husband worked for a church for a long time and helped plant a church and i think it's one of those conversations if you're thinking of um, inclusive practices that until it's in your face you don't think about it like in, until i had a kid with down syndrome i didn't really fully recognize that that schools were lacking desperately in being a place where community could happen for all people and then you know every place in the community all of a sudden it's in your face and then it's also the church like Mm -hmm. the church oh wait a second there actually isn't a place for my kid with down syndrome in these walls whoa whoa whoa! i hadn't even thought had to think Mm -hmm. about that and then i had to think about it Mm -hmm. um and so for us because my husband worked for a church and helped plant it and macy was a beloved member of that church it there wasn't a special needs ministry which we can talk about this later on in the podcast when we bring our amazing guest on who is very wise in all these spaces. Um, 
that there wasn't like a special place for her to go and people just kept coming to Josh and I and saying what do you think like what should we do we don't know what to do and I just was like well we're not putting her in a separate class just she's a part of this this is what we do the lights are too loud she's freaking out then turn the lights down it's not a big deal right or the the music's too loud the lights are too bright then just turn it down a notch no big deal or this little writing thing isn't working for her and she's running out of class well then don't do the writing thing just change it it's not a big deal to change something for one person everyone else can adapt that's great she's the one who's not adapting so everyone else can adapt so that's kind of our attitude and then the church got huge and they continue the conversation in a way that i appreciate however what's interesting is mason and i also have a son with down syndrome which i don't talk about him as much because the experience is so different with a 10 year old versus the four-year-old and i want to bring that aspect to sure and i feel like yeah. i like with august it's like oh been there done that which is not true anyway sure i don't know if that makes sense but Mason did not have a friend at church. Mm. We were there for five years. My husband was on staff. She did not have one friend mm-hmm. at church. Are you kidding? Like, right. where are the friends? Oh, church. Oh, no. So that was our experience. So yeah. I think there's, um, everyone has different experiences. That's what mine was. Mercedes, what's your experience? I had two different kinds of experience. My husband is also in the church workforce field i don't know what that's called <laughs> but, church uh, yes. clergy uh, church clergy um church force field so, um, <laughs> we go every sunday we are very much a part of it and i've had two different kinds of experiences one where he wasn't really well known in the church so i kind of came and showed up as just probably general public person <laughs> and this one volunteer sunny was three super chill really easy going was like i was like hi dropping off sunny to the door because i forget i live in a bubble where i'm like hi this is my daughter oh wait yes she has down syndrome you saw that okay let's talk about it but it, sometimes i show up like it's my daughter here right. you go and she's like oh okay you could tell it was very like caught off guard like how am i going to handle this for an hour and a half here at church service and um she kept asking me, okay, so we have another boy that comes and, you know, he gets super hyper. So comparing, trying to, mm, s- put, to her in a category. put her in a category, saying this one boy acts this way. So like Sonny's going to act this way. So what's her focus? You know, say she acts out, what's her focus? And mm. I was like, oh, you know, I don't know what her focus is, but she likes to sing. She likes to draw. She likes to play. Okay, but say she gets out of hand, what will bring her back? <gasps> what What's what's her focus? And I, I was with Andy, and, you know, I'm a really sweet person, and then I take it, I take and then I'm like, I'm so sorry. I have no idea what you're talking about. Can I talk to someone else? You know, and Andy steps in because he starts to see that. I'm getting super like I was happy and then I'm mama bear. I have a very short fuse. And once she said like, what's her focus for when she gets out of hand, mind you, there is a B there's another three year old screaming at the top of his lungs for his mom to come back. Sonny was ready to join the classroom. Right. See you later, mom. I'm going to have the time of my life. This other, what's his focus? I want to know. (laughs) I like was dying to know what this kid's focus was. And, and so that was one. So I was like, oh man, Andy, I don't know if we could be a part of this church. And then he was then a part of a different church where he had kind of a bigger role. And I, similar to you, Heather, where they were like, how can we best support Sonny? 
but um, she's not potty trained yet. She's five. We're working on it. You know, when I first started the journey, I'm like, she's going to be potty trained by two. Look at my girl. That was your sore. problem. You don't say those things. Yeah, you don't say it out loud. <laughs> and you just don't care. You just try and, and you do your best. Because exactly. if she's peeing in her pants, she's not going to forever. It's fine. Seriously. So if you're on the slow track, parents, okay, it's fine. Join me. Um, <laughs> and as she gets older, though, you know, and I'm having to tell the five and six year old class, you know, she's not pie trained. Okay. Um, so do you want her to go back? Do you want her to be in the two and threes class? No, she's fine. She's going to stay right here and we'll figure it out. You can page me. You can call me. It's an only an hour and a half. We're going to cross our fingers. And, and if it's not number two, you just let her be. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what to it's tell you. It's like you want to look at people and be like, you're an adult. Like you've lived in the world. You what literally do you, know how to change a diaper. What do you think do you should it? do? Right. I mean, and I, I think to myself, this is Sunday school. So you're, you're teaching that. I don't, okay. I'm not going to go into that, but <laughs> you're going to be fine for an hour and a half that we're in service and um, include sunflower in here and have a good day. And so, um, but I also have a thing where I've just arrived with three kids after a 45 minute drive. So I have a rule (laughs) at church that you are not allowed to greet me and stop me and ask me how I'm doing. You let me get them to their classes and then I greet you when I'm ready. So this is known at my church. I don't know what that says about me, but this is just known because it's a lot to get them there on my own. You are gold. Okay, that's me. I love you, Mercedes. Um, Okay, so I have I have a couple of stories here. First of all, I um, I grew up with this mother who, when she was thirteen, I think a a deaf choir came to her church, something like that. She knew that moment that she was going to work with people who are hearing impaired or deaf the rest of her life. And she has. So she, and she, in the course of becoming an educator, she got her master's in special education. So I, you know, I, and I've talked a little bit about this, I think in the past of like my brother and I crying on the phone when I got ACEs prenatal diagnosis and laughing, like my mom's dreams have finally come true. (laughs) Um, And and so I grew up in this church that had a what was called in the 80s the special education ministry where my mom played the piano and we knew the names of everyone and and you know they like the people in that in that particular class would um, follow my mom and you know knew you know hugging her and so I and I grew up in with that world um, you know, and we can talk all day about making the uh, Sunday school class that's only for people with different abilities. But for me as a child, it was a beautiful thing. I was aware of how people could be different and how it could be lovely. Mm-hmm. And I'm really grateful to my church for that. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, my mom was part of planting what ended up becoming its own deaf church and so I went to and this is you know this so funny to me now I would say to my mom are we going to hearing church or deaf church today like when we say my mom still refers to hearing church when she's oh I'm going to hearing church in a little bit um (laughs) and so so I also got to grow up in that world um and 
And, you know, flash forward to my life now where I'm in San Francisco at a church that is, you know, pretty, um, I would say it's people who are living in San Francisco and make enough money to to pay for rent. Right. So it's (laughs) like very educated people in our church. And it's a like pretty academically rigorous kind of church community. And. I when I had I, I've had a few visions in my life, you guys. We're gonna get real here. Ooh. Get real spiritual. I love it, vision. So I had after I got Ace's prenatal diagnosis, I had this moment, um, somewhere in those couple of weeks after where, you know, I was crying and praying and I had this vision of this little boy walking up the steps of the building where our church meets. And he had these glasses on and like, and now, you know, I, I of course picture it with Ace's face, but I think it was pretty close mm-hmm. to Wait, Ace's face. You were face. going to this church when you had this vision or you'd yes. never seen, okay. No, this is my church. Still, I was going still to. a good vision. Yeah. So, but I, I saw him walking up the steps and the vision was just this, like people everywhere saying, like giving him high five, Aww. fives and, and hugging him and him being at home and loved there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I never would have at that point gone, I have a church that is, you know, very inclusive. Cause it really just didn't, there was not a lot going on there. Mm-hmm. But um, in the time that, that since Ace has been born, um, the woman who is in charge of children's ministry told me that like about six months before he was born, she had this vision of becoming a more inclusive children's ministry. And she sought out a training and she started, she didn't know what to do. And so she just started praying that um, children would come. And and Ace came and he came the biological way. But he he came. (laughs) (laughs) He came to our church. And, um, And so I, and I, so I say that just as this, like, I, I think we're, I feel like we are loved and welcome. And I also feel like there's, like everybody's learning along yeah. with me. Yes. Yeah. Today, the Lucky Few podcast is sponsored by our good friends over at Love Every, where playtime is thoughtfully crafted by experts for your baby's developing brain. Stick around to find out about a special deal Love Every is offering later in the episode. Thank you, girls. And I'm so excited to be able to introduce um, our speaker, our guest speaker today, Jamie. Whoop, whoop. Jamie. So, uh, Jamie. We like to break out in song here. Too. You can join in it's at any so moment. It's so good. Right? It's, it's so I like it. I get hymns okay. and then the bebopping. It's just, let's We're do this. Uh, do so, Jamie and I met during one of the most crucial years of our life because we were in the first year of our babies with down syndromes journey and Mm -hmm. that's huge and our stories are different but what was beautiful is we got to share weekly every wednesday um and it's so powerful um just our hopes and fears talk through this huge change and even just being able to see each other every week 
see where each other was at. Is this, are yeah, you barely solidarity. stumbling? <laughs> yeah, yeah, solidarity. It's like you drowning I, too? Awesome. Yeah, High five. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> are you barely making it? Yeah. yeah. Totally. And you had this like crazy smile all the time that you would look at me and you're like, I'm not having a good time with the biggest smile ever. And I was like, is this a cry of help? Blink twice if you need me to intervene. <laughs> Yeah, says, totally. yes or no yeah. is your husband meeting you slide me a sheet <laughs> of paper a sheet of paper and no he's not but I know we'd be smiling and just being uh, like gosh this is kind of a lot <laughs> you know or they're so perfect in every way and that yes. was really at the end of every Wednesday like group session they're amazing like just bawling at the gift that we were holding in our arms that was just all so much to even comprehend to handle or to verbalize um so that was how i met jamie we became fast friends and um still today so hi jamie hi <laughs> hey jamie thank welcome you for being thank here. you for having me you guys so, fun. so we'll jump into our topic um jamie you want to tell us about yourself and tell us about church sure. well, tell everyone's us, like yeah, wincing a little tell bit. us about your well, sure. we're all yeah, wincing like, the hold church. on everyone hold your breath because it's about to get real yes. <laughs> um tell us about your family tell us a little history tell us about your son with down syndrome sure um so i'm sitting across the table and i just heard a little bit of um everyone's story and i obviously know heather and <clears throat> mercedes chose this route and it seems like micah you were set up for like the best situation ever and yeah, your heart really was almost was. ready mm -hmm. um gird yourself just because <laughs> when i share my story it, it's a little bit of a downer in the beginning but i promise that there's redemption at the end of it yes. um i did We're not ready. go into this uh journey um uh willingly i guess i this and shane if you're hearing this later just know that I love you and you've made our whole lives so um, but in the beginning I just didn't know better and um, we got a diagnosis at around 12 weeks um, and there was a span of maybe three weeks there that we were kind of teeter-tottering on the edge um, because we actually encountered so much opposition to us continuing with the pregnancy um, in the most violent ways possible that, um, like, just as an example, I won't stay here long, but both sets of grandparents um, wanted to stage an intervention and drag me to the clinic themselves, which is, you know, kind of violent and awful. Um, and these are all church-going, wonderful, sweet-as-can-be kind of people all of a sudden turn into, like, you know, kill the beast, you know, like, it just got wow. serious really quickly. And, and then... Shane is your first. Is Shane first is my first, first, yeah. My first kid... Um, um, we have a number two and we are done <laughs> because we're just so full, yeah. right? We're good. Um, her name is Shiloh. She's beautiful and they just make the perfect little pair. Um, rewind. So after, the, like for those three weeks, I was actually a little bit scared for my safety, mm -hmm. um, which as crazy as that sounds, um, I, I knew, I was like, my not to like, you know, throw my dad under the bus. He's 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 a he's a specific kind of man and you can't tell on this podcast but I am Korean American. I'm full-blooded Korean. Um and that I like we and why I'm saying that is like we have we come from a, a very specific culture. Mm -hmm. And I think like a lot of the world, right? It's mm -hmm. very shame-based. Mm -hmm. And so they were coming from a place where this 
human was going to be a reflection of our entire family line and mm -hmm. our like what does it say about me as your dad what does it say about me or what does it say about you like mm -hmm. how are you ever going to go into andrew's family and show your face again if you bring this baby into this world and mm -hmm. like just intense um adamant and disowning for mm -hmm. months after that um and just you know like and i'm sitting here it's like oh no this is not an assignment that i want either like i promise right. you this you I know this is not this. like this is was not my dream right? right um and then andrew and i i mean we can talk about marriage and what that did to the both of us because we were on different pages mm -hmm. for a little bit mm -hmm. there and um like <laughs> and i think i was telling the ladies before this but i didn't know and i've never seen it done before Mm -hmm. And I've never, I don't, and the only times that I've seen it, um, seen it being like the special needs world um, is by other people, like right. not in my backyard, yes. not in my culture, because we as a culture are really good at, I'm putting this in air quotes, but addressing the problem, mm -hmm. right? By not acknowledging the problem at all, either hiding it away if it's too late, giving it up into an institution, and I say it in the way that they would um or aborting it like starting over no big deal like mm -hmm. erase that part of our history and mm -hmm. move forward right. um and i just and i think that that's why there's not actually not a lot a ton of yellow representation in the down syndrome community or just special mm -hmm. needs community um d is that something that you were familiar with before this diagnosis or that was all things that you realized or maybe there's a magnifying glass on it so get this my mom had polio when she was five and she since then was physically disabled which um it, she basically has what i call it a crumpled left leg mm -hmm. and has a profound limp and therefore has never run a day in her life mm -hmm. outside of pre five years old ish um and so i but i never knew i just knew her as mom mm -hmm. right i didn't like lack for anything um in interacting with my world because of it um but i was very well aware i think on a gut level of differences in capability physically mm -hmm. um but i'm very uh I, I was i didn't realize this maybe until shane but um you know asian americans in general um are very like performance based and mm -hmm. like they're achievers mm -hmm. and um, shame culture or like um, their filial piety, which is just like honoring the family first, like mm -hmm. honoring the collective before the individual first, mm -hmm. um, was very embedded in my culture. Okay. And so I, and this is me born and raised Southern California. Like right. I was born in Long Beach, y'all. You know, yeah. like, right. <laughs> but it, I mean, the 1950s of my parents sure. does not, like, it, it dies hard, you know, like it's embedded in my blood almost, mm -hmm. right? So um, it's very shame kind of, or guilt or performance based. Um, and it was just, I think, heightened mm -hmm. by this experience of, oh no, this is not happening, Jamie. Like, I, I just want you to know hell or high water like this is not happening and this was one of those times where I was like and I'm worrying then like how I'm gonna dishonor my parents they tried to uphold the community the family first and that right. is the utmost priority and anything that kind of like sacrifices have to be made yeah. and that was kind of one of the situations like Jamie you need to make this sacrifice like right. that's not happening um so in any case yeah. so culture wise um we obviously went through with pregnancy. Right. Um, they came around. I mean, 
it's it's insane like they it's one of the biggest testaments to like you can teach an old dog new tricks yes just meet my dad like he drove 45 miles yesterday to give Shane a cheesecake. Shane. I mean, stop. Like, what? Hello, it's 10 p.m. Please leave. Amazing and adorable, (laughs) too. Yeah. I I mean, and then, of course, he, just by being born, like, just by his presence, um, the four four grandparents, um, they get mad at us if we don't do something right by Shane. It's like, oh, excuse is the, this now, is the dynamic okay, now. okay now. oh i get it oh i see i'm so now sorry i don't care enough. i'm sorry yeah no seriously they're like my dad's like are you gonna start lessons for him yeah with uh, this or are you gonna be lazy yeah. which one is it you know i'm just joking no i love it but they care <laughs> oh so my gosh much now and, but that's kind of like i'm sure you guys all have stories of that yes. too right where just by them being there yes make it, a grown sure. man weep yeah like the ripple I effects swear. the ripple effects <laughs> yes. like we we can't we can't even count the ways i know right? it's um, beautiful and they get to carry a bit of shane with them wherever they go and they're influencing the their yes. sp- spheres of influence and straight up awareness right yes. no it's amazing Our, it's i mean amazing. I, I think that we cannot <clears throat> express enough the power people with down syndrome have they yeah. do i mean they're to mere change presence. the world to literally change the world yeah if you and homie doesn't yeah. even talk really right. like, this he is what like, i think about sunny. he did not I'm talk like, until very recently sunny. yeah <laughs> like make eye like he could just make eye contact and sometimes it brings and out I'm the okay. best yes or the worst right. and it's like 100 but then it really it's it's so clarifying at the end of the day and that's always going to be a good thing right you know and it's it's the mirror that people come up against and all their fears and insecurities Mm -hmm. and it just happens to it happens follow right our kids so um so that's uh i and how i'm sitting here with you guys talking about inclusion in the church is is nuts because my journey um, in all of the arenas, whether it's school inclusion or church inclusion or speaking engagements like this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I fumbled my way through friends. Like it's not, it's not like uh, something that I chose to do. It just happened to me, mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I pray and hope that I do it justice and right. honor right. because it, it does. It's not something that I was like, oh, yeah, like this is the road, and I'm gonna go. Like right. I'm like falling head first scraping my knees and crawling my way to the finish line not knowing what this looks like at all um on so many arenas right Right. like i still don't i sometimes when i see for example someone who looks like me and looks like shane out in the world i'm like oh my god same same like look we yellows like we are here like we've made it i see you right no i'm i kid you not so at uh the tools for the journey conference there was this woman who came up to me and was like hi me too and i was like oh my god hi and we just sat down for about 45 minutes to be like "Uh uh-huh hashtag me too you know like we really sat there and just said what was your experience like and it's just something that where i feel like seen and known without having to explain the subtle nuances of what this means like even if i'm born and raised here it's it's odd and in any case, um, yes. So Shane, uh, how old is Shane now? He's five. He is starting five. kindergarten. And how old is Shiloh? Shiloh is three, going on thirty. Okay. Right. Yep. I got some of those in my house. <laughs> wow! 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 Yeah. Um, and he's starting kindergarten next Wednesday. Oh, man. Are you ready? 
as I will ever be. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you are. I mean, you are. Yes, yes, you yes. Got yes. It. You got it. For sure. So yeah. do you want to? Do you want to go ahead and and talk to us a little bit about what like you've shared, kind of what it was like for your your parents? What what was your experience in the church as you were pregnant and as Shane as Shane came? W- arrived in the world and arrived with you at church. Sure. <laughs> right. so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I, that goes into actually a really good segue is in that time where we were deciding whether or not to continue with the pregnancy, we had a single voice because um, mm. I just needed guidance. Mm-hmm. And when I really, really came down to it, and this isn't Bible thumping by any means, but um, I have one boss and I just want to know what God has to say about this. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was a really hard conversation because it didn't seem like, you know, in my mind, like sovereign God, so good for me and loves me so much. And I was like, this does not feel like you're in control. This does not feel like you are good. And this surely doesn't feel like love for me. Mm-hmm. Right. This is hard. Right. And like, how do I make this decision. Um, and our pastor, you know, I think he was so careful and he just said, Jamie, if you want to know the truth, God wants you to have this baby. And he just kind of like slid it. (laughs) And and like, this was obviously a larger kind of like, you know, conversation. It lasted hours with lots of tears, but he's like, at the end of the day, Jamie, if you're asking for an answer, this is the answer. And as difficult as it is you need to sit and grapple with that and we will help you and honor you and support you Mm. whatever decision you make Mm. because your soul is safe and secure Mm -hmm. it's not about like this is definitely not an abortion conversation Mm -hmm. it was do you want to step into this or not you have the freedom and um and i was like well if you put it that way like oh my goodness so it was just one of those times where i was like okay um I also have personal experiences where I couldn't um, step into that world of um, um, abortion, and um, I like if it's gonna go live. I just I just couldn't step into that world. I think there was a bunch of healing that had taken place um, 15 years prior, mm-hmm. and that I just I just came to a place where it's like okay, well I have the choice, and I'm a grown woman and this is a choice that I'm going to make now. And we just kind of said, hey, church, we're coming for you. We're coming in hot. And so when Shane was born, he had several surgeries and we were just uh, floating in oblivion yes. for a little while there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so real. Like all those things that feel like they're going to be burdensome and, and important in the future, which become during those surgeries, it's like, all that's backburning. Oh my right? gosh. You're like, you're like, alive, literally. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Literally <laughs> alive. And like the stress was so, I like, I was a 30 year old with shingles. Like, oh, they're like, this is a geriatric you. disease. <laughs> like, I was like, geriatric as in like old birth. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Um, so we're like, I didn't even care about Down syndrome at that time. Right. We were so just real. like, so oh my God, this is a whole new surprise. Yeah. yeah. And we dealt with that. But by the time we went into church, they're like, cool, baby. Red, let's just nursery. Yeah. Yeah, yes. like great. Like great. bye. We got a spot yeah, for yeah, that. Yeah. All babies spot. are babies. Yeah, all nursery. babies are babies until until they're bigger when, babies. When they become bigger babies. When they become bigger. So I and I as much as I was like, we are, you know, I don't want to talk about my yellowness too much, but like my Asian uh 
kind of upbringing, I was like, I totally Korean girl the situation. I did all the reading. I did all the homework. I was staying. I didn't sleep for like two years, I think, because I was like, I'm going to know all the things. Mm -hmm. And so I spent a lot of time. I was like, and at that time, it happened kind of simultaneous to Shane's transition into school the school district right and so i was going to legal trainings with rights law for a weekend here and there and just learning about the laws that dictated um inclusion in our school in our community and i was like okay got that down um we were fully included in preschool which i know that like I can speak to you with great, great confidence. Um, I knew the laws well enough to be well versed with attorneys. Like, let's go, like, let's do this thing. And he's, um, by the grace of God, not step foot, step foot into an SDC class um, for that reason. Mm-hmm. And then I turned to the church and I was like, oh wait, how come Shane's not graduating out of the nursery? And then they're like, oh yeah, well, when are you gonna take him to the special place? And I was like, Oh the, oh. oh, the special place. No, no, no. We're not doing that because, you know, it's Shane. Remember? Like, and we're remember? at church. And yeah. And so costs. there was, <laughs> but then, so get yeah. this. It was kind of crazy because I, I felt like I, quote, won this fight in the school district. And I was like, um, Mike Tess, is this on? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, hold on a second. Are you telling me that the school district is outdoing you in compassion? Mm. This can't be right. Whoa. Yeah. And I was like, this can't be right. Hold on a second. Okay, do we want to dance around in the school's laws or biblical laws? Because I can do both now, and we need to have a a conversation. And at that time, it took about a year to just, I was like, hi, I I wanted to talk about that thing one more time. And during that year, Shane was in the nursery. Wow. Um, And how old was he? He was like two-ish. Yeah. It was right, like, yeah, doing the two to three transition, which is, you know, mom's like, we got you. you we know? got like, you. Geez. That two to three. That it was a huge jump, right? Yes. So, um, conversation, conversation, and in our church, you know, to the best of their ability, they're like, "Well, why is you know the special place not special for you?" And I was like, "Separate and equal." We learned this when we desegregated our schools and our churches. Remember that one time? <laughs> like, you know, separate and equal. We know this as fact. And it's because I was coming in from learning all the laws of our land yes. to now like, wait a minute, hold the phone. This, okay. Oh, here too. And so, oh, here okay. too, right. And it was oh, one of those like, too. oh, here too. <laughs> I oh no, yeah. Guys, like I, I thought, thought you had it figured yes, out. Yes, I was like, wait, I thought like, you know, y'all talk about Jesus says, let the children come and like he's a child (laughs) let him come (laughs) like stop going elsewhere yeah i have a couple clarifying questions your church had then a special needs ministry or something they had like a separate you're talking about a special place yes and um they had a separate segregated so our church is kind of unique and a lot of asian american churches are unique because it started out as a fully asian church Um, like Korean speaking and then they branched out because there's now a generation of children who don't speak that language and so our church used to be the English ministry now it's own church so we actually have two separate churches on one campus okay messy messy and then now we're talking about like we're just smearing out all the like cultural nuances blah blah so our church um and the this the separate church or the separate class for all the special kids were for both Korean speaking and English speaking, just put all the 
all like ages the odd in ones. one room? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, this is so we're kids. talking about baby to 33-year-old man with Down syndrome. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So these in are people room. who have in some one. kind of a different ability. Yes. Right. On the spectrum. Is it Whatever. physical? Whatever. Physical? Everything. Anything? Yeah. Okay. Anything. Um, I think if it's physical but neurologically like yeah. typical, then they would have access. But if it's for the most part, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I'm not taking my two year old to sit with a 33 year old sure. in a, what I considered a padded room while you guys all stand and make sure that they're behaving yes. and then giving them some curriculum like that. Wow, ain't, right. That's not honoring them. That's like, what are you teaching them right. <laughs> anyway? And so I was like, oh, yeah, that's not an option for me. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to do this route. What do you think? Right? Yeah. Like, is this, yeah. how bad is it? You know, like, we're going to do this. Um, and they're like, and that's when the conversations happened. And that's when we had to talk to them about, like, inclusivity, about uh, the church's inclu- inclusivity about different kinds of people. Um, how, you know, just it, the big narratives about church had to come into play there. Um, and Shane having access to worship is a, is is a biblical right 100 percent um and we we had to have the conversation like why is separate bad Mm -hmm. it's actually better for him and i was like on what ground are you Mm -hmm. basing that off of like that's a generational cultural idea Mm -hmm. it's not founded in research which i have if you need (laughs) it's not founded in law which i also have if you need you know like i was like argument after argument and i think it all just kind of came to a head with um being told like maybe we need to go find another church um that you know like you know jamie you need to calm down because you're getting a little Mm -hmm. intense Mm -hmm. and then it turns into oh crazy female at a church and you know right like that's another wonderful nuance that we have to yeah and then it happened where um our head pastor said you know what jamie let's have a conversation and so it was like at a table like this where my husband his wife and he and i and we had this explosive like world war three kind of conversation where i was at my wits end and i was like you know what like what do you want me to do here right now shane is not allowed to go with his peers i'm not putting him in the separate but equal class because that's i think injustice Mm -hmm. what do you want me to do you want me to leave and it was a really tough conversation Mm -hmm. and even then our pastor was like look i don't know what to do and if you want anything done do it yourself and i was like okay okay (laughs) (laughs) all right and so that's how um we somehow created this like all-star team at our church and Mm -hmm. we launched what is now access ministry Mm -hmm. Um, it is a group of people who facilitate access for those with special needs or different abilities or whatever you want to call it (laughs) right Um, and to um, to whatever they feel comfortable Mm -hmm. to fully have access to worship Mm-hmm. And so it's a team that comes alongside the children's ministry mm-hmm. to support in any way that they to support in any way that we can. Um, and we started off with like an awareness campaign where we had a panel of parents, um, four parents who are a part of our church to share about their lives about, hey, this is real and it's mm-hmm. happening and it's happening to us. Right. And you need to know about it because as painful as it is, we are your people. Mm-hmm. Um, so here are our stories, and that's how we got this beautiful army of volunteers. Mm-hmm. Um, we've held um, like two seminars, and yeah, that's 
that's where we are (laughs) if you build it they will come and you found volunteers and people that are like i am on board and i love that you when your pastor or when you kind of felt the face of like should we just leave this church you're gonna find that you're gonna go to a different church and it's gonna probably be battle in some way too it's just all new to even i think church world church culture about not creating a separate space but how can we come alongside our friends, our community with um, different abilities and to join in our space? You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, no, so like so it, that was definitely on the table. I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do. Like I can, I, and I actually looked at different churches. There was one right in our area with a very well-established special, need, they call it the special needs ministry, I think. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. um, Even the terms. Yeah. They're constantly I know. It's all learning. Right. It's yeah, all yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they have a, they have a, a group of people who support people with um, disabilities. And so I was like, okay, it's made. But for whatever reason, as I was sitting there, and I know the reason God's like, no, not yet, sweetheart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was a call on my life, really. Yeah. It's like a responsibility of, I actually made vows to my church too. Oh, it's mm-hmm. not just my church doing things for me. Yes. Am I going to step into right. like, it's so easy to say things. Yeah. And it's so easy to complain about things and like really run your mouth about inequality. But like, do you want to initiate that change? Cause it's going to take teamwork and just partnership and really grueling hours and frustration. Yeah. And like, how do you, cause what happened was like, how do I say that I want equality for Shane or I want to advocate without ever rubbing up against people who are going to come against it. Right. Right. That's not advocacy. Like that's just running your mouth. And so it was really, are you ready, Jamie, like to do something about it? And at, at that juncture, I was like, nope, not, yeah. ready, not ready at all. I, I, don't, I, don't, I can't do this. I don't know. And there was a lot of tears, mm. huge learning curve, still falling on my face, making mistakes all the time, but just with this amazing team that we have. And like the relationship that we have, um, that I have with our head pastor now is unbelievable. Amazing. And I mean, redemption. Right. Redemption. It's learning and I'm learning things. what the church it. is like. I'm yes. learning how difficult this building something like this would be and right. what the pressures are and why we do the things that we do. All of those things. It's a lot more complicated. I love it because you are a member of that church, you know, and like mm-hmm. you have a, had a, have a gift, had a gift that was lacking and you you answered the call and to do it. Cause that's the thing. Like, I feel like sometimes too, we can get used to showing up to church and have them give to us, Mm -hmm. give to sit down. Mm -hmm. And then, but once you're a little bit against the grain or you have a child who's against the grain (laughs) that you're kind of called into seeing things differently and seeing where, okay, I got to help make change happen. All right. I got to get off, get up from my seat. Yeah. And do like to stand up for something. And it's, for something. So like, and again, I think that I want to be very careful there because there are certain times where church is abusive when it oh, comes yes. to that, like yeah. safety or whatever. Right. And I was like, I don't want any of your guys' listeners to think like if you're in it to win it, like you guys stick out. That yeah, church. that's yeah, not I it know, at all. I think it has to be very um, nuanced and careful about, oh gosh, what does this mean for me personally? What will it mean for our family? Sure. Um, and then move forward in that with a lot of, I don't know, fear and trembling, you know, and learning along the way, um, instead of like demanding it so much, which I've apologized profusely to my church in the, for the early stages of this, because I was lit 
you know, <laughs> a flame. And I was like so pissy about so many things and I just didn't understand. Like I was like quoting Leviticus and like, this yeah. is the injustice and like getting right. on my high horse. And it's like, Jamie, just respond to the email. You know, like, yeah. oh, I'm sorry, yes, I have work to do. And like, just do yeah. the work and be faithful and being gracious, not just with them but also with yourself and yes. like learning together mm-hmm. and that's truly like iron sharpening iron right it, it it's heat and friction mm-hmm. and sitting in the hard yeah 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 because yeah. yeah. our kids can have a faith they are gonna have oh, for sure a faith and a relationship with jesus christ i'm gonna say his name <laughs> you know like i just feel like just the i don't know i feel like all of a sudden the weight of like our huge app, not the weight in a bad way, but the advocacy to really show the whole person of our children. And that includes faith that they Mm -hmm. should have access to Mm -hmm. a faith and that to know that they are capable of having faith. When you think about just all of our kids, right? Like I have to think about it from the perspective of God could intervene and protect a tiny little like embryo in my belly when every single voice in that embryo's life was saying just snuff it out like with your two fingers you can crush it like and it'll be over you don't have to walk into this at all Mm -hmm. and if god could protect that and uphold Mm -hmm. this entire journey in that very teeter-tottering moment i still remember those three weeks vividly Mm -hmm. um god showed up Mm -hmm. and provided a certain level of clarity that I can only consider a supernatural. Like, how do you get a broken woman with every card stacked against her to say yes to a call like this? No Mm -hmm. way. With what? Like, what am I believing when there's no physical tie in front of me that's going to say that everything's okay? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that, I think, is just, even in the most against- the life of my child with Down syndrome, I got that somehow I'm sitting at a podcast talking about how valuable and lovely and worthy these children are. And mm-hmm. like they too, and the whole point of our ministry is to make sure that we say, not only this isn't a ministry for these kids, it's yes. a ministry for the church to for remember church. that number one, they are a body, they're a member of this church. Right. Number two, they are ministers of grace themselves. Yes. Don't you forget that you're not reaching out to them. Like right. you have a lot more to learn from them than 100%. you have to give them, you know, because We're at that's church how, right now, people. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and, that, and I think that that's something that we don't get to hear that often. Right. We're right. so used to our kids being the like, like, Oh my God, Down syndrome! Like, oh, I love special yeah. kids. It's like yeah. he's not deaf, I help them, you know? Right? Yeah, yes. like let me help and yeah, save your complex. Them. Yeah, yeah. Sure. and it's like, yes, awesome. But then you'd be so lucky, right? 100%. To know them and to learn work, from them, learn from yes. them, or like you know, be blessed by them. Like be that's just that's 100%. that's a gift, and you are so lucky that you get to be around it too. So yeah. you're welcome. I birthed that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So and, you're welcome. I'm yeah. And that can throw me a parade. Yeah. <laughs> tell and us I more. Think, oh. oh, I was going to say, I want to know more about the ministry. Like, tell us how it works. Is it just in your church? It's in other churches. You're expanding. Oh gosh. Oh, can I dream? Yes. <laughs> Do it. So right now we are like, I think I was like, we're good. Like our, we have um, a handful of kids who have supports um, and they are fully included into their worship 
kind of programs wherever they go. And um, my dream is to make sure that we uphold that and continue that on, not as a legacy for our for like Shane or for me or anything like that. It was just as a part of our church mm-hmm. global. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we are a part of a network of churches. And so I was like, we're taking it on the road, friends. Yes. Like we're making sure like if we, are the vi- if we are a part of the vine and this is the beating of God's <laughs> heart, so help me Jesus. And we have, um, and like in all, like maybe I'm just saying this, I'm dreaming here. So um, our, like if our church is listening right now, they, they'll know my heart. But um, we have sister churches. We support missionaries all over the world. My hope and prayer is that um, we take this message and make sure that they're screaming it at their ends of the world. World, mm-hmm. um, whether that's in parts of Asia, South America, and we actually send hands and feet to mm-hmm. help facilitate that because if we're having a hard time in one of the like the it's best, gruesome, most, yeah, 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 around the world, right, right, right. And I like, yeah. and I know that so well, just especially in the Asian countries, right? Um, well, all over the world. But um, my hope is that we can build up our church so that we can send out people to help yes. support them all over the world. I love that, um, And as a parent, like, you know, a lot of times they're like, well, Jamie, like, how did you start doing this? Like, you're just a mom. And I was like, that's correct. I am just a mom. And I take such great pride in that, mm-hmm. that it doesn't take some special skill. No. Right? It is a, it's a matter of, do you know what you believe? And... Do you know, like, and have you, um, like you, this is you, like the, right. the responsibility falls on us. And like, have you seen moms? Oh, <laughs> we yeah. are, We're we are, we are, we are a force to be reckoned with because we have the tenderness to hold like the most delicate of creatures. And then we have the like bare strength to lift a car off our little creatures if they're in danger, you know, Weird. like we're we're everything that you need you know and we're dynamic creatures yeah and you are mom (laughs) yeah your mom and and like and we're humans or that you have a voice yes and that you have capability and a brain to know right from wrong and worthy that everybody is worthy yeah and it's it it really like it's not a and i think it's just maybe it's a, a special part of people who can raise their voice and this is extremely excruciatingly hard for an Asian woman who is told to shh, (laughs) right? Her whole life, like, be quiet. No, no, no. You don't make waves. And I didn't have a choice, I don't think. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the only way that God had, Mm -hmm. like, that he knew that that was the only way that he would make me talk at all was if, like, gun to my head, Jamie, you don't have a choice. You either raise your voice or this is not going to happen for Shane. And that was not an option. And so without options, I'm like, excuse me, I need to say something. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And and I'm still processing this and I could be wrong. Probably am. But I really have started to view advocacy, not choosing advocacy as a privilege. Mm -hmm. Like there are people who just get to say, oh, that's so awesome what you're doing. I'm and then not choose it. Um, but Mm -hmm. then there's those of us who it's like, oh, I don't have the privilege to not choose that, but that actually is my privilege to step into it. Right. So it's, Mm. it's, you leave or you lean in. Yeah. And I think that that's what, that's what's so powerful about your story, Jamie. And what is like, what we are seeing right now in our generation, as we become like this generation of moms and dads of of kids with Down syndrome who are becoming more and more aware. And we're seeing like the, even just this movement of inclusion and 
and as we choose to either lean in or mm-hmm. leave, you know, mm-hmm. if we're going to lean in, then um, like it's it's a powerful force and it is changing things. We can see it changing mm-hmm. things. If you look at the laws, right, and this is something that I actually um, heard at the Dear Mom conference, mm-hmm. right? Um, this woman on stage said, hold on a second, I need to say something. Like, I thought that we won this war. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you guys, I had this like come to Jesus moment where I was like, I don't want to be on a stage 30 years from now saying the exact same thing. Yes. Mm. This war has already been won. We are standing on the shoulders of giants, friends. Inclusion is not new because it's been law since 1975. Right. Right. In the history of laws, it's new, right? It's still in a recent history. People were born it's happened in our lifetime but it's 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 established and it's now implement implementation stage sure. and that's where the rub is happening mm-hmm. right similar to the rub that's happened at our church right right it only happens when we're rubbed up against. Right. Yes. And we have more, and there's so much more access because of social media and technology. Oh right. my gosh. And that's yes. something in that like, terms. they don't have to go into the archives or yes. in, in, totally. like before people had to have law degrees, but I was like, right. no, like I have, and this was empowerment that Club 21 gave me. They're like, no, you are a citizen. This is your responsibility. You know how to read Jamie, right? And I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> Super intense lawyer, by the way, Super. so scary. <laughs> I was like, I had a baby in the back and I was like, I'm gonna have to leave now because I'm so scared. I'm right yeah i'm scared i'm just it's too intense but what what she said really shook me to my core where it's like are you able and i'm like yeah can you read and i'm like yeah right i I can okay you're already if that's the case yeah you're equipped like this is this is something that falls on citizens Mm -hmm. and that's going back to what you were saying about advocacy um everybody either has to be an advocate or not like mm. it's it's our collective responsibility right. and people don't know that because they i think they rely on us like our oh, church yeah. t- tends to like say jamie what do you want me to do and right. i was like what do you think you should do like, how, <laughs> like you know what i mean like it's kind of yes. but it's it's that really hard tension of bringing people alongside you and then allowing because i think it's not because of meanness no it's yeah. just out of like ignorance saying. like jamie Wait. am i allowed to exercise my voice in this even if i don't have a tie yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm counting on it. Right. right, right. Please do so. Right. And don't err on this, like err on the side of I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to do horrible things that might hurt your feelings. But let's just try this anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the invitation to courage. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Being open to making those mistakes or learning something new. Yes. And I, I think that in our churches, we're so comfortable with what we know and what we think we know about God that, um, when you know uh, a friction point comes in and challenges all those things right. it's like what do you do with that right right do we shove it in a separate classroom or not right and i think the and the next step is like thinking bigger than how we're going to minister to people with different abilities but how are people with different abilities allowed to minister mm-hmm. to, That's correct. to yeah. the church mm-hmm. and making space for that and mm-hmm. believing that like not only is it possible but it is a calling in their lives mm-hmm. as well oh, 100%. it's just understanding like they're just human beings mm-hmm. right i mean we don't have to put in like accomplishment as a part of like the prerequisites like right. college right right you just get to go to church because you're 
alive yeah, and right. you're welcome here to see whatever that looks like because your journey with Jesus is going to be your journey with Jesus and that's a beautiful thing and I want to uphold that for you mm -hmm. and whatever I can because that's a personal thing um, and I don't want to interject in that relationship. I want to make sure that you can cultivate that all on your own. Mm -hmm. And that's like my, um, and it goes back to our story, like in the way we beginning, um, as I was sitting and grappling with like, okay, if we were to go through this, what do I want for my kid, my, this kid? And when it really came down to it, I was like, oh gosh, I just want him to know the love of God, right? Yes. Because 100%. if I like as a believer, I know that this life is temporary, right? So yeah. like, do I care if he reads? No. Do I care if he writes or runs or does he need to walk? Does he need to see? Does he need to hear? And all of those things were a no. He doesn't need to do any of these things because we see it up and down. Like that relationship with love right mm -hmm. is what makes the difference in someone's life 100%. and so can he like and at that time our ob was saying like jamie he might not be able to walk and i was like yeah but does he need to walk to worship jesus mm -hmm. no so next question you know mm -hmm. and that was the level of clarity that i now know that was beyond me mm -hmm. right and it was the fortitude that i needed to just take one more step into this journey um and that is actually the grounding of all the things that happen on this journey, right? Like in the inclusive, like we just had a meeting at our school. They're like, what are your foreseeable, achievable goals for Shane? And at the end, of course, like the inclusion person in me, I was like, friendship and authentic relationship with you as a teacher. That's all I care about. I don't care if he can write his name. I don't care if he can, right. yeah. like granted, yeah. He's on his way, by the way. Like, yeah. he can. Well, he actually kind of well. Actually kind of well. And I was like, oh, and you know, you said that he couldn't do sight words. We're going to add that into the IEP because he can now. Kids. You know, nailing it. <laughs> he's kind of nailing it. So opportunity and like, you know, in those yeah. arenas. But I, that's what Bottom I want. Yeah. yeah. Like, and that's yeah. the that's the foundation. Yeah. And that's I that should it. clarify what we want for all of our kids. Yeah. Right? To be loved. To love oh, and be goodness. loved. To yeah. love and be loved. And I would say that for all my kids personally, that that's, you know, to know and love Jesus is really, I mean, that's all I want for them. That's, yeah. that's everything. I mean, because at the end of the day, like that's we can talk about inclusion, right? And we are talking about education, like, but that's going to end at 22 or 25, like we want to instill in them a lifelong learner. Right. Like yes. just cause you don't get long division. Oh my gosh, I don't get long grade division. Or something. Like, does that make sense? Like the school will say you're not able and you're not welcome. So let's put you over here so you can work on counting bears. But like, <laughs> if you want to continue and learn long division, you can do that well into your eighties. Oh, right. 100%. So like friends, don't, don't you worry. Like mama got you, let's go. We're right. moving forward. And, and that's, and it's like that in the church arena. And I think that that's the job of the church to make sure that we uphold that so that we can empower our students to go into the quote real world and be fine with where they are um, because they know who they are. They know where they stand um, and their dignity and their value does not lie in what they can achieve. You're crying. Mm -hmm. You okay? You've just been crying on the table. <laughs> yeah. So good. Because it's the most important thing. It you know? is, yeah. It and is. I think like that's the foundation of the law. Like the law upholds that there are civic rights because they are human beings. And I right. think we lose sight of that sometimes in the achievement or 
Edu- like the system it's a and system the testing and where they land yeah, yeah. on that test. and i think it's, and, i mean yeah. i i think educators are going to cringe when they hear me say this but it's like yes we want achievement and of course we want to make it attainable right. for them and we but, believe they can yeah write and read. we right, do right right yes i mean studies show it like yes. it's it's we happening right it. in front of us right, right? Mm-hmm. um and and we are surprised as parents 100 so like don't don't feel guilty like right. r- rest of the world like we too when i when i was teaching actually the you know sight words with shane just this summer i was like oh i don't think he's gonna be able to do this whatever oh let's try and he totally nailed it within three weeks yeah. and i was shocked i went to the room and i cried and right. my daughter's like you crying you're yeah. all right like what's <laughs> happening and i'm like everything's fine these are happy i'm just really proud and, you know, like it's just it it surprises us again and again. Yeah, we talk a lot on this podcast just about progress, like our moving forward, oh, yeah. our kids making progress. We don't have to put a timeline on it. Yeah. We need to see progress, and that yes. and we do over and over and over and over again in their own ways, big and small. And it's so important, Jamie. Before we wrap up here, um, is there a nugget you can give to churches mm, and ooh, or so that's a little, little. <laughs> you're like nugget, so okay. much. You got 60 seconds so, oh, and God. or okay. people who are entering into a church where they are being where they're being told their child belongs in the special class and that's not what they want so one for each oh gosh okay one for each for the church dear church we love you oh church we love you we thank you for all that you do um but I think there is an apathy of our churches. I think there is just blindness to certain things that they're not encountering. And um, there is a call. And if you're listening, this is it. <laughs> this is it. This is it. Um, disability is a part of the human, um, the fabric of just humanity. It's very much a part of all of our lives and as such, uh, we as a church has have to confront this um, to uphold it and ultimately search out God's heart when it comes to these people. And when you take it to God, um, he's going to show you in mighty, mighty ways what his heart is for his people. I think he does not mince words when it comes to um, his people and people with disabilities. Mm-hmm. Um, he does not flinch. He doesn't say sorry. And he... Um, has a certain special level of love and adoration um and we have to uphold that as church people Mm -hmm. um and so like i would recommend a book it's called disability in the gospel if any church leader has not read it yet i would highly highly recommend that um and just start your journey there's so many resources out there like at the very least if you just even want a conversation please call me i would so gladly bring the parent perspective and like hold your hand through this. That would just be my, the bee's knees. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the gospel is very clear. Um, when Jesus said all, he meant all. Amen. Um, so that's that. And for the friends and family, oh, I might choke up. Oh no. Join me. Oh, no. Everybody's Join me. doing it, Jamie. Oh, no. We've got spray. Uh, spray. No, I know. Focus oh my spray. God. I can't believe you guys have focus spray. Oh, yes. There you go. Um, so oh we are in this with you and you are so seen um and more than the women and men sitting at the table alongside you you are seen by a good and loving and uh a god who 
who absolutely adores and honors your loved one with disabilities. Um, and every inclination to run away from that, um, I hope and challenge and pray that you can press into that um, and, and be wonderfully and pleasantly surprised. Um, and if you're not up to the work to build a ministry, then the hope is you'll find a church that has one already mm. ready for you. Mm -hmm. um, but if you are sitting in a church and you don't have that option, like the luxury or the, the privilege to go to a different church, um, you got to get on your knees, friends, <laughs> start praying real hard because that's the best thing you could do. Number two, get ready your, for, your, for um, the hardest conversations that don't deviate from the truth of the matter. God loves your child, period. Start from there um, and don't move from there uh, mm -hmm. and, and make sure that um, you have conversations with truth but with absolute love and adoration for the church because they are learning. And I think mm -hmm. I was so quick yes. to be like, how do you not know this, right? And just get all haughty and mad and uh, aggressive about it. But at the end of the day, you don't know what you don't know. And how else will they learn if you don't teach them? So as hard as it is to be an ambassador into this world, this journey, the less, wa like the less walked, the less talked and the like, the wilderness and you're getting whipped in the face and bugs are eating you like you know it's just really really rough um but you need people to come alongside you and all you need to do is step on that just one foot after another and learn with each other that's mm. beautiful thank you jamie, so, good, jamie. So, thank much. You so much um and how can people find you if they want to know more about you yes um, and more about your ministry sure so i mean i always um about me personally or just ministry well, you you're a speaker get, okay. too so you personally yeah. website, I, yes. so i instagram. i i'm on instagram um just with my regular name so <laughs> jamie limley i don't have like a fancy name i have a i have a page for uh shaney but like I, I'm the worst millennial ever. Um, it's just for the walk in October, so I guess you can follow both of us there. Um, I'm still very much a budding. Like I, I, I'm always so happy and like eager to do things like this. Um, uh, you can. So yes, Instagram. You can go on there if you want to, and or you can just go to your local church and like. I don't know, you got like cell phone Dude, number. Take my cell phone number. Like, well, what, what do you need? Like, what is your email? Yeah, my and, email. Yeah. Like, just because it's like, I think a lot of You're times. You're still grassroots in this. Well, <laughs> I kind of prefer that. Yeah. <laughs> well, only because the work isn't about me, right? It's about like other people. Like, it's about the people. It's mm -hmm. about the collective. And it's about the movement rather than one person. Because totally. right. I will champion the crap out of. Mm, I'm not say crap. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm a cousin type Christian, so I was told not to say bad words um so <laughs> sorry um so like my job is to come alongside the champions within a church so whether it's the pastor or the parent or whatever i will fly my butt around the world if i have to in order to say you can do this <laughs> i'm gonna be a professional encourager like that's, that's my great. goal because it's not about me or my church it's about the word of god exploding where you are and it's 
alive and active and it isn't it's an uh, a fiery agent that goes ahead of us all you know mm-hmm. and so as much as i can to come alongside churches like i'm i get to meet with pastors pretty often to just say like hey i don't know if i'm allowed to say this and i was like you're allowed to say it because <laughs> it's just to me and i can tell you the right terms so you know what i mean yeah. it's just learning alongside each other and i'm um i'm aware of those things now that i i'm more than happy to to do that so yes email instagram awesome Awesome. We are so thankful that you've been here with us (laughs) today, Jamie. Thanks for sharing your story. And um, we are going to, we're going to head over to hear from our sponsor. And when we get back, it's going to be time for good news. Good news. Because I got to start it off. You did it. You did it. When I don't get to start it off. We'll be right back, listeners. We are so pumped. Love Every is sponsoring the show this month. Their products are gorgeous, as are their models, because I have to brag here, Ace is one of them. <laughs> He's so cute. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I received a Love Every play tent, and it is so beautifully made. Their wood, sleek, simple design, I think best fits your child's development at the age as a baby. And as aesthetically pleasing as it looks, you want to keep it up in your house. You know, yeah. as a mom, you're like, yeah. it doesn't go with my, the plastic ones, the bright colors doesn't go. The um, play tent is beautifully handcrafted and goes with your style, guaranteed. <laughs> I love that. And they have these things that are called play kits that are curated basically for your child's age from birth up until a year. And the one that the box that we have is for 11 to 12 month old. And the toys are amazing. They're all matched developmentally to where your child is at. And you can receive these in the mail basically every month. So such a great gift to give also to your friends. Yeah. And here's why I love them the most. They are actually serious about every baby. And that's why they have kids with different abilities in their marketing images, like my ace face. Um, because they really do believe that all of our kids matter and they have they want to work with parents who are walking into a new diagnosis and get these toys right so you can let them know your concerns and they'll work with you to make sure the kids are on track let them know you're a lucky few listener and you'll get 10% off your subscription to the play kits or $10 off a tent just use the code the lucky few at checkout and find out why they're being praised from the pages of pop sugar to people magazine to real simple Welcome back to the Lucky Few Podcast, listeners. We are here for the best part of every week, where we allow you to share the great things that are happening in your world and with your child with Down syndrome. What wonderful thing are you celebrating this week? It is time for... It's time for some good news. Good news. It's time. Wave your hands in the air. We are so excited to hear from you today, Jamie. What is something wonderful that is happening in Shane's life right now? All right. So um, back in March, we were you know, doing his annual IEP. And I was like, I'm going to go all in and be crazy and ask for a goal that talks about sight words. And then everyone 
at the table was like, that's adorable, but that's not going to happen. LOL. And so I was like, oh, okay. And I kind of backed down and I went back and forth for about a few months. And I was like, no, I really think we should do it. Let's mm -hmm. just go big or go home. What's the worst that can happen? Zero of five words. That's fine with me. I'm okay with that. Right. Um, and they're like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like this, but okay, let's just try it out. And interim, they made an amendment. And during the summer, we started this program and um, I was like, oh gosh, this program has sight words in it. Like that's kind of nuts. And like, yeah. let's just try this out. And the good news is he has 10 down and oh, it took like awesome. I love that. six times of just practicing at home and just the pride and joy um, that he had and I have. And it's just, it's just the beginning of it's reading the beginning. nuts. Yeah. I love that. Um, as always, people can text us their good news or call it in with a voicemail. And someone texts us in and they had texted um, before and said their baby was born and in the NICU. Born at 30 weeks in the NICU, hoping to come home soon. And then they text later, like a month later, and said, I just heard, oh, sorry. Da -da -da. She's home. She's doing well. And she rolled over. Oh yeah! Isn't that Get fun? It, Get it, girl! Get it, girl! Okay, and then we have another one. Mercedes, you read this one because there's a picture that we need to put in the show notes because I can't even handle this cutie. Um. Okay, but it says six months of wearing a neck brace and still full of smiles. That's good news. That <laughs> is good If news. I was wearing a neck brace for six months, I would yeah. not be full and of I smiles. And I can't tell how old she is, but she's young. You guys, I'm she's passing cutie it around. Everyone's going to get to see her. And she is a neck brace and oh, she is smiling. On. And I, I love that mom for sending us because that <laughs> is, is good news. It is good it news. That's so good. So good. I have one. My oldest son, my 10-year-old, is has started a new school. And I like quickly was like, hey, October is Down Syndrome Awareness Month and I'll come into fifth grade and talk about it. And they've been really open and welcome to having me come. And my son came home yesterday and he was like, my teacher's reading this book and it talked about Down Syndrome. And I was like, oh, it's like, was it about Down Syndrome? And he was like, no, no, it just like mentioned it casually. But she told the class we were going to be talking about that a lot in this class. Oh. And and. My son was just really excited, That's and awesome. I love that um, that he's getting to own that, yes, and that we he's feeling that pride in his brother, which is really yeah. cool. That's so cool! Um, thank you guys for sending in that good news. I think it's important that we always remember all the amazing things our kids are doing, big and small. And if you would like to do that, go to theluckyfewpodcast.com where you can find a phone number to text it in. You can email it to us. You can follow along there. Please head on over to wherever it is that you are listening to this and leave a review. Um, and the more reviews you leave, the more people see it, the more people see it, the quicker we will change this narrative, right? So get on out there, yeah, leave dog. a review, share with all your friends and follow us at all other social media places, the lucky few pod. Mm -hmm. That's our show. Jamie, thank you again for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, all right. Girl. Let's bye. Let's say bye. 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 <laughs> bye. Thanks for listening to the Lucky Few Podcast. Review our show on iTunes and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all social media at the Lucky Few Pod. Subscribe on our website for ongoing updates at theluckyfewpodcast.com. Tell us about your good news by leaving us a voicemail or text at 424-442-9147. 
Our show is edited and produced by Andy Lara at andylikeswords.com. See you next time.